to CDS Insight Podcast presented by LSCSU China Development Society, featuring vibrant intellectual conversations among students, professionals, and entrepreneurs. Hello and welcome to the CDS Insight Podcast. I'm Emma, officer of China Development Society. I'm Sharon, officer of China Development Society. We're going to host today's interview together. In today's episode. We're going to talk about application of blockchain technology in agriculture sector. Emma will be responsible for the first half of the interview, and I'm going to take the second part. And we are honored to have with us Mr. Dan Yakovic, CIO and Director, Digitalization and Informatics Division of FAO. Hi, Mr. Dan. Welcome.、Uh, hello, hello, and、uh, thank you very much for inviting me to discuss this、uh, very in-、uh, important topic. Together, so it's a great pleasure to be here. Thank you so much for inviting us. Great, thanks. So, Mr. Dan, would you mind briefly introducing yourself to those who are not familiar you with you yet? Yes, of course. Thank you. So,、uh, my name is Dan Yakovlevic, and I'm the CIO and the Director of、uh, Digitalization and Agroinformatics Division at the、uh, Food and Agriculture Organization of the United Nations. Great. So. Now, first of all, let's have an overview of today's topic: FAO and blockchain technology. We know that FAO is a specialized agency of the United Nations that leads international efforts to defeat hunger and improve nutrition and food security. Could you explain what specific areas FAO are working on in order to achieve the zero hunger targets in sustainable development goals? No, thank you. I think it's important to to set the stage to understand um, um, the Food and Agriculture Organization.、Uh, Food and Agriculture Organization, the FAO, is a specialized agency of the United Nations, and it leads international efforts to defeat hunger. So, how do we do that? I, I don't know if your、uh, listeners have um, uh, insight into the、uh, Sustainable Development Goals,、uh, but this is how basically we operate the FAO. Uh, is custodian of uh, 21 uh, uh, sustainable development goals indicators, and it's also contributing to additional five. And maybe I can give you some examples. Um, uh, one, one is probably the most visible one around the zero hunger. So this is、uh, SDG number two.、Uh, we also uh, substantively contribute to other SDGs.、Uh, so, for example, number five、uh, that deals with the gender equality. So, in particular, women、uh, ownership of agricultural land and、uh, equal rights to land ownership.、Uh, for example,、uh, we look also uh, uh, towards uh, uh, SDG number twelve. For example, the responsible consumption and production. So, in particular, in the area of global food losses.、Uh, also, number fifteen,、uh, life on land.、Uh, this is where we look into forest areas, sustainable forest management, mountain green cover. Uh, also,、uh, no surprise. Then it's the the life below water or the number fourteen. We、we'll、look at the fish stock sustainability and 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 other aspects. Uh, also, uh, we look into clean water and sanitation, so water use efficiency, water stress,、uh, and many more.、Uh, so those are the key, uh, 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 let's say, the mechanisms and the co- contribution from FAO towards zero hunger goes through、uh, through the set of.、Uh, Indicators we call the SDG indicators. So we very directly contribute to the work in advancing these areas. Yeah, great. Thanks. That's a very comprehensive explanation. The world faces numerous challenges when it comes to providing food for the ever-growing population. 
Innovation in agriculture processes are needed to overcome some of the challenges. One of the recent innovation is the use of blockchain technology in agriculture production. Could you briefly introduce to us the concepts of blockchain and what are the main features that make the technology so special among the current other technologies? Yes, indeed. Uh, thank you. Excellent question. We we very much uh, uh, are, are keen on, on looking into emerging technologies to see uh, what could be a good transformational impact and, and, and to the benefit uh, uh, of all. So if we look at the blockchain, blockchain brings us uh, some very unique uh, concepts and capabilities. So for example, uh, immutable transactions, uh, we have decentralization of transactions, uh, smart contracts, uh, consensus algorithms and tokens, but maybe um, not to focus on, on, on too many of the technology terms, what is important is the, uh, some of the benefits we immediately see from uh, blockchain technology. For, for example, uh, uh, transparency, trust, traceability, uh, uh, consensus, uh, accountability and possibility to actually remove intermediaries. Uh, so, so those are the quite special set of features we can employ across the food systems and, of course, for, for, for the impact across the SDGs. Uh, maybe uh, important to note is we're looking, we are looking at new technologies uh, also more holistically, so as a, again, as a more transformational uh, opportunities uh, to produce overall positive effect across, uh, uh, across the areas of SDGs uh, for better lives for all. So, um, yeah, maybe I stop here uh, for the next question, if you have. Uh, so I would say uh, uh, for the, from the blockchain, I, I think we are really focusing on these unique properties that can help us in the agri-food systems. Yeah, great. Besides agriculture, we have seen a wide range of application of blockchain technologies in industries recent years, like financial industry, insurance industry, can I have your insights about this phenomenon? Yes, and, and it's uh, related to the, the previous question in a way, because as, as we see the transformational effect, we realize that uh, uh, implementation of, of or application of new technologies does not only impact one sector. So it's not only uh, um, agri-systems, but also other sectors uh, could be either underpinning uh, uh, in, um, the necessary improvements in the in agriculture and food sectors, but also the other way around, we can we can actually contribute. So if you look at the financial services, microfinancing is very interesting uh, and, and the properties that uh, blockchain can bring to uh, uh, maybe enable uh, uh, removals, maybe enable uh, smallholders to, to get access to microfinancing. So this is something maybe where, where financial industry can help. Uh, but also, uh, it's very interesting in terms of insurance for uh, smallholder farm farmers. Uh, there is a lot of uh, now, uh, uh, let's say, experimentation around index insurances and what blockchain can do in this sector. So we see it uh, as a very complementary and uh, necessary uh, to work together uh, across different industries because they take these technologies then don't know borders, right? So if we look at uh, one area, it doesn't mean that uh, the other area cannot benefit or complement. Yeah, great. That's, that's very comprehensive. Now we have understood the big picture. Let's dive further and look at the current status and further developments of blockchain technology. I will leave this part to my colleague, Sharon. Thank you, Emma. 
For most people who are not familiar with digitalizing agriculture production, it could be actually difficult to associate blockchain technology with agriculture. So Mr. Dayan, um, how can blockchain play a game-changing role in current agriculture production? Well, indeed, yes. Uh, so connection, sometimes it's not, uh, not so obvious uh, that that is clear. And in general, technology and agriculture, sometimes the connection is not so obvious. But I think nowadays it's, we see that, uh, that technology plays uh, the most important role, actually, in uh, agriculture. I can give some examples uh, very specifically to blockchain. So, for example, if you look at distributed ledgers or, or the blockchain, uh, uh, one good example uh, is, uh, or good fit for uh, technology use would be in respect to land tenure, uh, water usage rights, uh, and related legal instruments to that affect agriculture. Uh, we just recently uh, um, uh, had example, maybe I can bring up uh, related to uh, ex um, bananas and uh, export situation. Uh, I don't know if you know, but bananas are the most exported fruit in the world by volume and economic value. So if we look at the global value chain, it's essential source of income for thousands of rural uh, households in developing countries, also important source of revenue in foreign currency. So uh, in the same time, the agrochemical intensive production along uh, with declining producer prices have, have given rise to many environmental and social challenges. So this is where we can, um, uh, we see a good application and uh, most recently in a World Banana Forum at FAO, uh, together with major retailers from, from US, for example, and other global leads, uh, we could see blockchain development study done and feasibility work together to, uh, to focus on traceability of the uh, climate footprint, for example, as a starting point across banana value change, chain. So, so that's a good example where blockchain can directly impact and then across different uh, uh, aspects of uh, from production to the uh, let's say from farm to table. The, the project will also uh, be built automatic tool for measuring carbon and water footprints of banana uh, plantations. Uh, so, so this is maybe a good example. There is also a possibility to uh, study feasibility of establishing a, a reward mechanism. So basically what we can do is we can track uh, through blockchain uh, and, and guarantee fair price and monetary rewards according with the climate impact. So it just shows maybe one, one example of, of the good benefit of blockchain that once we turn from, uh, once we use the unique properties of the blockchain technology and, and, and kind of move from physical to digital, then, uh, then the, the, the kind of a universe opens up for uh, uh, what more we can do. Mm -hmm. All right, thanks. Like we just talked about traceability, and we also know that FIO ITU is currently running a project regarding livestock traceability in Papua New Guinea. New Guinea. It helps farmers to better record important information, expand the market, and earn a fair return on the investment. So could you give us a brief overview of the project regarding the scale, the working process, and the challenges your team faces during the implementation of the project? Yes, uh, that's, a, that's a very good example, in fact, uh, in particular to, to in, uh, application of blockchain. Uh, if, if we remember all the, the, the key benefits of blockchain and in particular uh, the traceability uh, and, and um, uh, elements, 
we can see uh, for, on, on this example of uh, pig farmers in Papua New Guinea, that uh, uh, blockchain is used for uh, livestock traceability. So, uh, so, so we can now allow consumers to buy in confidence uh, by verifying the history of their product. So this is, this is very important. So before the system was implemented, consumers had no means of, of verifying such information. Uh, so the implementation of the new tracking system is uh, vital for establishing consumer trust and enabling farmers to expand their markets and earn a fair return on their investments. So that whole ecosystem um, uh, is then enabled by using technology. So that's the transformational effect. Uh, I, I think if we look at the same concept, it can be uh, applied to other uh, use cases. So this is evident example of value created through transparency and traceability. So the two, one of the, uh, the two uh, uh, main features of uh, blockchain. Um, also, uh, if you look at uh, uh, that particular project, Papua New Guinea livestock project, decentralization gave the community um, a much better grasp of tracking and trading in a commodity that was considered important. So at the same time, the issue of cost and complexity must be carefully studied uh, so we can justify the use of such alternatives. So um, I, I think we, we could see a really, really positive transformational effect of uh, using a blockchain technology here. So this is really amazing work. Um, but how do you think these projects could be improved and the, what, to what extent collaborations with other institutions and organizations can help make further improvements? Yes, uh, so to improve, um, um, so very specifically, uh, uh, we are looking at, um, uh, I, I think it's necessary to involve all uh, key stakeholders on, of, of, of the overall value chain. Um, so where the value is created, I think we mentioned some good uh, uh, topics already. If you look at, uh, for example, finance, insurance sector, and then uh, uh, the entire ecosystem about uh, agri-food systems, uh, we need to connect across because it's it's not only agriculture, it's not only uh, uh, financing, it's not only insurance, it's not only the supply chain uh, that is impacted. So uh, I, I would say absolutely uh, connecting the dots between uh, uh, from suppliers to traders to food transform uh, from food industry retailers. Uh, uh, that whole chain can, can be connected, so it's to work together. When it comes to technology in, in particular, um, I, I think it would be very important. Uh, we see uh, many, many uh, studies on, on how blockchain can be implemented, and, and uh, we are quite uh, working very hard to actually start implementing. So I think this is very important. I, I, I think we we studied a lot, so so we would uh, we would really love to see something uh, actually being done and, and put in place. So we are quite happy when we see projects like in Papua New Guinea and other projects taking place because it's it's really um, we see immediate benefit and we see a good use of uh, the transformational effect of uh, using new technologies. Uh, maybe I can mention that uh, in terms of uh, working with different organizations. Uh, you know, uh, the FAO as part of the UN system, uh, by default, we work uh, very, very closely with uh, other UN organizations. Uh, we are based in Rome. We have our, our, our natural, natural collaborators here. We work very closely with the uh, 
the World Food Program, program the WFP, uh, the IFAD, uh, and, and, and it's, it's their own based agencies that work very well together. But we also work uh, uh, very closely with the International Telecommunications Union that uh, helps us, of course, on the, on the digital and technology standards. Uh, and many others uh, in advancing, in particular in the field, when it comes to implementation and um, conceptualization of some of the innovative uh, implementation of innovative technologies. Thank you. Um, besides supply chain, do you think there are other potential applications of blockchain in agriculture production? And what factors should we consider when determining whether to utilize blockchain technology? Yes, I think so. I, I, I don't think there is a limit uh, to a particular uh, uh, area like supply chain. Uh, what we are seeing is once the technology, uh, once a particular area is, uh, let's say, enabled by technology, it, it turns into digital uh, capability, then um, new, new uh, opportunities open up further. So what this means is uh, once we, we cross that uh, cross from, from physical again into digital, then we can discuss, okay, uh, what can we do with data? What this data can be used for uh, across other areas? I think the key factor uh, in my mind is, uh, uh, is, is to, to still not lose focus of, of what we are trying to solve. So if, if we go back to zero hunger, and then we basically with the good knowledge we have and, and capabilities of these technologies, how um, how we can put this technology to good use towards zero hunger so we don't actually fall into trap of selling technology and then not achieving the goal. So uh, specifically to blockchain, I, I think uh, across any sector that needs uh, transparency, trust, traceability, consensus, uh, again, we can look at uh, uh, areas where uh, uh, we can do peer-to-peer, -peer, so remove intermediaries. Uh, so those are very special set of features that blockchain gives us. Uh, um, um, we, can, we can cross over to any area, absolutely. Thank you. So with the special features of blockchain, it can really um, improve a lot, improve welfare, improve living standard, because, and we hope it's, it will be more prevalent in agriculture and other aspects of future life. So I think this is the end of today's episode. Thank you, Mr. Dayan. Thank you for being with us here today. And we've learned so much from your insights. We really appreciate your presence. Thank you very much for having me. Thank you for listening to the Insight Podcast. To learn more about China Development Society, follow us on LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, and WeChat.